and the music is different, and everything in in the world, in my world at least, is different. I've always had my almost had my radio program cut off by adversaries, and so I'm under some kind of stress, and I have to learn to deal with it properly, as I explained to you. Don't get upset. Don't be annoyed. Whatever happens, there's a scripture. Every bad happens for good that loves the Lord. That is absolute magical medicine. Because if you didn't have any trials and tribulations, you'd just be an animal in conflict with a human. See? So trials and tribulations make you a man. They make you a woman. If you can only deal with it with, with graciousness, the trouble is, as I see it, is that when we have trials and tribulations, which I'm going through like you wouldn't believe, I'm still as calm as a cucumber. And some dangerous things are about to happen to the foundation if we're not careful. I've made a few mistakes, I suppose. But never mind. We're here. We got our, our, our radio station back again when it was confiscated in an improper way. And so you didn't hear my program for much because we, we got now the control of it, having lost the control of it for a little while. So here we are, and here I am, and practicing what I'm asking you to, to do as well. If you get upset under trial and tribulation, you will pay in kind for it. In other words, you may say to me, Roy Masters, you can't help but reacting. Oh, yes, I can. Oh, yes, you can. But the point is, why would I speak in such a way that you must not, not just overreact, not underreact, not reaction at all. Now, I'm going to go through something which I won't, you'll hear it in the newspaper pretty soon, but it's, it's going to be exactly what I said. Trial, tribulation is good. Not that it's welcome, but when it comes, you have to be ready for what is going to come next. And don't try to figure out what's going to come next. And don't figure out what you're going to do when something comes. To, you know. In other words, moment to moment. Right now I'm sitting in a radio station. I'm not, I'm not in my station, actually, in my house. And it's, it's coming through the radio station. But I'm as calm as a cucumber. And... Lots of things depend upon me being this way. Not blindsiding me. Not losing my cool. There's something magic, ladies and gentlemen, of not losing your cool. I know this is difficult to swallow. I'm practicing what I'm preaching. I know when I do the right things, for the right reasons. I know and have given up 
being upset and annoyed, which I have never been in my life anyway. And one of the reasons why I know what I know is that when I was a little boy, I never reacted to anything. So let me just just make this point again. You come into the world, and you hear me say this over and over again. You come into the world, and the world comes into you. How can you stop this? You're a baby. You're a year old. You're two years old. But when you get about two years old, you have an intuitive ability to see all the injustice all around you. All the, all the injustice, judgmentalness, cruelty, craziness, injustice. Did I say injustice? Yes, I did. And so you tend to react to it. You see the cruelty. And you actually see and know that what, what, what those things are. And it's very, very disturbing to a little two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old. His father doesn't, doesn't come back home because he's having sex with somebody else and your mother's angry and taking it out on you. All those things. You can't, you can't survive it. All right, we'll be right back. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, so I'm starting a whole uh, world all over again as far as my world is concerned. I'm on the radio. All the things have broken down. We've collected the ability to do our program, which was being lost. And we played old programs, which I've listened to some of them, and they're really really valuable, important, if I may say so myself. But this evening, I would love to have you talk to me about anything. But would you do me a favor? If you're going to call me, 800-866-8883. You, you call me Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. West Coast time. That's all. 800-866-8883. I'm going to open the lines, and so I'm going to continue with the subject. And because the subject I'm speaking about is is what's going to kill you if you don't understand it. I mean, let me think if I can make a point. What is the meaning of life? Are you just going to die? I mean, listen carefully, because we got everybody dies. 
And so you have to make hay while the, while the sun's up. And people do. But they don't realize there's a purpose for human beings to live. Of course, there's, there's a purpose for monkeys and animals and insects to live, but not in the same way as a human. The human being has an awareness. It's not like a, the sheep or the wolf. Yes, it's aware of what's going on around it. And it it will do what it has to do to kill, run, fight. But that's all. They don't know they exist. They're meant to be... They're meant to... Uh, to be eaten. And they, everything eats each other. If you go into the ocean, there's little creatures. Another little creature bigger than the little one eats the little one and gets fat. And then pretty soon the fat one gets eaten by something else. And pretty soon it goes all up the scale to the whale. And he eats everything. And everybody, so to speak. You see? And that's what you see. You look in the jungle, and they're all eating each other. And that's what we're doing without realizing in a, in a spiritual way. We are living off each other's emotions. Now, animals have emotions. They have, there's an energy, energy to drive your machine or your mishugas, which is in Jewish meaning craziness. Emotion drives you. But it does more than that. It imprints you with a person and persons forevermore. Once you have been upset, once you got angry, annoyed, irritated, get your feelings hurt, no matter what it is, something gets inside you. The person that does it has it done to them. And then they turn around and relieve the anxiety and do it to you and make you so that when they do it to you, they upset you and you give up an energy towards them. Actually, when somebody upsets you and imprints you, imprints you and puts something themselves in you that you don't see is happening. It's all metaphysical, so to speak. Never mind the animals. We're talking about the people who are acting like animals in conflict with their human. And you can look in the streets. When, when I came to America, people were, they dressed, dressed beautifully. Even with old clothes, they looked better. And you didn't see many fat people walking down the street. And if you look in the new movie tone news, if you can get one of those, you can see this, that they, just from looking from a distance, you can see that it's not, they're not the same people fat little buggers everywhere you go. Broken, twisted, addicted to medicine, drugs, alcohol, religion. Yes, even religion can become an addiction. It's like you don't, if you don't go to church, you feel guilty. And so you can make the church. To make the church become the sense giving you the sense of worth. It can become a, like like a drug. 
You can see it. You, because every, how many different thousands of people have different churches? Are they all saying the same thing? Are all they saying the truth? Or is there lies or confusion? The, the, the confusion lies in the fact that you are subject to the world around you. Now I say it again. When you come into the world, you have intuition. And intuition means that your knowledge and wisdom. I think Jesus says, don't let any man teach you anything. I think it's the correct language, but maybe not exactly the perfectly said. You don't need to learn from anybody. Now, it doesn't mean to say you don't learn, but you can look at what you're being taught or, or presented with, and you can see. Now, you can either, either understand, not understand it, but if you don't understand it, you don't want to try to understand it. You don't want to ask somebody, what does it mean? And then you have to ask, forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, but it's broken my thoughts. But what I was saying is that there's something missing in the whole human race. I'm going to put up a video this evening. It's already up there. And... I see Peggy, I see Peggy here, our first caller. I think I'll just stop talking a little while, and if there's any breaks, I'll finish my thoughts. Or I'll finish my thoughts by talking to you when you call. And the number is 800-866-8883, and I don't mind doing talking to you about your problems all the way through this hour, and perhaps I'll do another hour. I'm coming strong from all my sufferings. I'm not suffering. I don't suffer. I can feel the pain, but not the hurt. I can feel the pain, but I don't get upset with the pain. The pain is, is, what, is what happens to you when you stand up for yourself. But if you don't get upset with the pain, if you can stay calm, whatever's happening, you start to get better. I'm trying to say that for you. And we'll come back to this after we speak to Peggy. Hello, Peggy. How are you? Hello. Yeah, um, is it, can, can you speak a little louder? Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. Yes. Um, uh, Roy, I've been waking in the morning in a panic. I am terrified, and I'm I'm just starting to cry and cry and cry and, and throw up and... I'm just so in a panic, mm -hmm. and it's like all of the bad things I've done in my past keep just pouring through my mind, and it, I wasn't always like this. There was a time that I realized that I was forgiven, and I was very happy about that, but I don't know. What's going on now? Why I can't keep that knowing? Oh, no. 
in my mind. Uh, Peggy, you've told me enough. I, I can't hear. Can you hear me? No. Can you speak up? I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking up as loud as I can. Can you okay. hear me? Can you hear me now? I'll, I'm plugging one ear so I can hear. So listen carefully. Peggy, you're not going about this properly. You're, you're, you are struggling to fix yourself. Yeah, but, that's what from, I'm doing. I, I am. But you see, you're making a terrible mistake. And may I share the answer to this with you? Yes. Did you create yourself? No. Who created you? God. And so... Can you see the problem? Can't you give? Can't you admit that of yourself you could do nothing? The Father within you, He will help you. Isn't that in the Scriptures? Yes. But you lost your faith. You, something told you. See, when you get upset and you do s- silly things, and you drink, you smoke, and you do all the whatever the whatever it is. I don't want to ask you because you know you said I do all these silly things. And, I, and, Mr. Masters, I, I hurt people. I know you did, but you didn't. But you didn't know you were doing it, or you couldn't. You couldn't stop doing it because emotions control you, and the people that upset you can, uh, have put that in you to be, to belong to hell on earth, like they are. So when a person is angry, he hates innocence. You were an innocent woman. You were an innocent child once. Am I correct? You, you yes. always had that, didn't you? And yes. in your family, they, you saw what was wrong with the family and how much your parents liked them more than you because you were brighter. Am I correct? It seemed to be so. Yes, sir. So... So now you've got become angry you, because the minute you become angry, but you can't help it when you're a little, a little girl. I mean, you come into the world. How many times you heard me say? How many times you heard me say? When you come into the world, the world comes into you, and the part part of that world is your mother, yes. and your fail and your failing father. You had a failing father, and you had yes. a failing mother. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. All right. So. Who did the harm to you? Who did the most harm? Your mother. Yes, my mother. How did I know that? I because your because fa- your father used your mother and never did, no, she never he never knew what love was. He he loved her for the feeling, the sexual yes. feeling that he gave that that she gave him. But she right. didn't he didn't love her in the sweetest and beautiful way. <laughs> and you have that. You have that goodness inside you, but when you saw what was going on in your family, when your mother was impatient, or when your mother was too too sweet and kind and made you dependent on her uh, caring for you, loving you, and becoming codependent, and so you weren't free. Or she was cruel cruel and angry and took her austerity out of being angry with your father and putting it on you. And all these things, when you were small, you came into the world, and the world came into you. But when you were small, you saw 
all these things, did you not? Yes. All right. And did you not get angry and resentful and Very felt much so. and felt guilty and and gave in to the the one that was the worst for you? Who yeah. was the who was the worst for you? Your mother or your father? My mother. You hate your mother. And yeah. and what's what was in your mother came inside you. And when it came inside you, it was a spirit. You see, and I know you know there's such a thing as a God, and there's a realm somewhere. You don't know where the realm is, but where the realm is is when he came into the world and you became conscious that you were alive. Immediately you saw the truth of everything around you. But the fact that you were doing that annoyed your parents. In other words, you were more beautiful, more loving, more noble than them. And the dark side in them hated you. Yeah. You understand that? Yeah. And, you, and, 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 you, and because you were so small, it affected you. Or it infected you. And when, when you get angry, and the purpose is for that person, that mother is to make you angry so so you will become one of her, become like her and become sub- subject to her and subject to all the people of the world like that. So in other words, if you hate your mother, you'll hate other people just like that. Everybody who has the same nature as your mother will have an effect upon you and, and the effect grows and grows and grows and all of a sudden... The dark side of the mother is now inside you, and it's not you anymore, and it talks to you, and it makes you doubt yourself, correct? Yes, yes. And so you lose your faith, but you didn't throw it away. It isn't your fault. When you come into the world, were were you sinful when you came into the world? No. This is a beautiful plan that God has made. You come into the world, and the world corrupts you. And your mother corrupts you, and your father corrupts you. But he doesn't know, and she doesn't know, that they are corrupting their own children. They think they're doing the right thing by them. Yeah. The, the father that's angry says, yeah, that's the way you deal with the kid. The, the mother, the same thing. Uh, and so all they have excuses, but they cannot help. Your mother and father... Your mother couldn't help what she was. She didn't even know what she was. But you still, you are a beautiful woman. You still know what was wrong. But the trouble is, you became wrong. Yeah, but, but, but the point is, it's not your fault. You understand this. God is wise. So when he comes into the world, the world comes into you. It's not your fault. And that's why... You need to understand it isn't your fault, and you have to realize, oh, my God, I've been angry with my mother, but I was a little girl. I couldn't help myself. I didn't see it, but now I see it, and now I see what my mother did and because my father didn't do his thing, and your mother was angry, and she took it out on you, and so on and so forth. But now you've grown up. How old are you? 
I'm 68. Well, 68 is a good time because you've suffered. And the suffered has made you cry out for God. Where are you, God? Correct? You know where hell is. It comes from your parents, correct? Yes. And it came from the parents' parents. And the parents' 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 parents all the way back to paradise lost, correct? You can see that. Yes. Great grandfather, grandmother, great 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 grandmother, great 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 great. It, it carries through, and you you are one of those people, but you're not guilty of anything. You are not guilty. Trust me. You're just suffering. You're suffering because you don't understand the spirit that comes from generations to generations and destroys people and and whole nations. So and I and hurt people through me, my actions. Yes, because you because the power of your mother you see, your mother had the same relationship, but she never understood it. She never yeah. had the, the opportunity that you've got with me. Right. And so now I'm saying I tried to you to introduce her to you, but she No, no, to hell with you. her. Excuse me, but excuse me, I don't mean to be moon, but I love you. I care for you. And I see that you are noble and you're struggling and you're looking for the answers. All I want you to understand is this. You weren't born evil. You were born intuitively. And when you came into the world, the world hated you. And, oh. your, pa- and, the pa- and, and your mother hated you. And your father hated you because you were beautiful. And because you had intuition, and when you were three or four years old, you knew more about life than they did. And they could see the brightness, and the darkness in them hated that. And so so you get upset. And when you get upset, you feel guilty. When you feel guilty, you think to yourself, maybe I I should apologize to my mother. And then you try to, then so the guilt drives you to look for her approval. And damn it if you get it. And damned if you don't, you're stuck, so you're stuck and you can't yeah. go anywhere. And so you understand that any attempt for you to cure yourself is only making yourself worse because the dark side of you is... Well, the dark side is actually acting through you as it acted through mother and yeah. making, making another victim. That's you. And if, when, as you grow up, you could do the same thing and make your own children the victim. And then you realize, oh, my God, what am I doing? But you can't stop it. I did that, Roy. I I understand. You see, I I know your whole life, don't I? I know your whole life. But listen, let me say this to you. He kept listening, put the phone to your ear. God in me loves the hell out of you now. Calm down. He loves you. I have, I have the opportunity to share the light of truth with you. I want you to calm down. I want you to realize you have, deep down inside, what your mother lost completely and died. You have the power to live forever. My God in me loves you. It, it, love is, 
is not in any person. And love is not in the world. Love is what you brought into the world. So when you came into the world, you, you had love. And you didn't know you had the potential of becoming perfect in heaven as your Father in heaven. Do you understand this, Peggy? Yes. Are you not relieved? Do you understand you have repentance you have brought to the microphone and to your mind? Repentance. Yes. You are you are redeemed. You are redeemed, lady, and and because you never did anything wrong, the, your mother and the dark side did the wrong through you, and it wasn't you. And you can't accept the guilt of it. Can you see that? Don't go away. Don't go away, you sweetheart. Go, okay. go away. All right. Here I am again. Is there anybody wants to talk to me about this? Peggy is a, a beautiful woman, and she's not young. I think 56 or something like that. But she's beautiful inside. That is important. We're looking for everlasting life. Peggy, are you still there? I'm here. Good. Do you understand the purpose of life is to, is to suffer first, and the suffering cries out to God. But if you... I, if you, I do it, cry out to God. I, no, I no, no, to God. no, 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 don't do it. No, the suffering, oh. it's the suffering itself. It's not okay. you. I, I, don't want you. I don't want you to talk to God. You can't. He will come to you. He will feel, he will sense your longing. You will sense the purpose. He is, he made the universe. He knows every per, every human being on earth, every one of them. In other words, there's lots of people who have you know, iPhones and things like that and gather millions of people and know where they are at any given time. And so human beings can do it electronically, but God is in your heart. In other words, yeah. it's, it's there. It was always there, and you asked the question. I asked the question. You remember when you were small that you could see the injustice all around you, could you not? Yes, yes, I could. But that, but that ability to see it, it as a little child, is magic. It is yeah. the beauty. It is what can swell out to become the everlasting life, the everlasting knowing, the everlasting knowing to know and never stop knowing and discovering. You are going to discover and live forever. 
That is the purpose. Jesus made the point. He's made the point. He says, everybody's dying, and there must be an afterlife. Well, they, they, everybody's understood the, the, that there could be an afterlife, but, no, nobody, but nobody really understands it. And we all get just buried away, and that's the end of us. But those who are wise live a good life, and you are going to live a good life, and you won't have to make any effort to do it. Please do not try to fix your problems. What you have is another identity inside you. You've lost yeah. your identity to your mother. So what was in your mother came into you. And when it came into you, it began to speak to you. It, it, yeah. it controls your thoughts. It controls your feelings. And you couldn't stop it. So, so none of it came, nothing, none of the wickedness that came through you is yours. It's its. And if you can see there's a self, another self in, inside you that has been talking through you and all your life, if you can see it, it becomes afraid. It becomes afraid. You will have fear, fear but I it isn't know. fear. You, know, you will have fear that's not yours. So when you have fear, so I see that I have fear. But that's not my fear. That's the dark side's fear. I be, see, you begin to understand it. It's so none of all the things you ever did was wrong. Nothing. Because you, you were compelled and you, you've gone a long way. Struggling, struggling. Please, dear Peggy, do not try to fix it. Let go and let God. Would you do that for me? Yes. How do you feel now? I do feel better. You do, don't you? I have some trepidation because it's it's a really terrifying fear that comes. And I... Peggy, I pray to be able to step back from it. Peggy, you don't have to step anywhere. You only have to believe, Roy Masters, I am not God. I am the extension of God, just as you were when you were born. But, you see, but I had it, I kept it for some reason. Moses had it when he was put in the, in the, the, in the little reed reed boat and went, you see? And so, he was able to hold on to that with, with the princess and adopted him. And he grew up. And he was able to see, see even though he, was, he became an Egyptian, there was a beautiful side in him when he saw a Jewish man being beaten to death. He killed the man when he could have put him in the jail or something. But the instinct in him was there. And therefore he lost being being um, a very important person in Egypt, displacing the other one. And so he he wandered the world, and you know the story. Yeah. I say to you, I say to you, you're you're uh, 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 80, 56, are you? No, I'm, I'm 68. 68, okay. You have the whole world in front of you. You will grow younger. You know how old I am. I think you're you're uh, close to ninety. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still running around. Yeah. 
And I'm still struggling with the world. And, and the world is my own family. My, they mother, wanted, they, my own family wants to ruin me and kill me. Or kill what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, Jesus says, it's not my, bad, my, my fault. It can be, but it isn't. He, he, he was saying something very beautiful. He says, think not I've come to bring peace, but the sword. And why did he say that about marriage? Is this because, uh, I, and the reason is it is obvious. You don't have to have words. He, bring, he's, he, brings, he doesn't bring peace. He brings the sword. And he describes it, father against daughter, daughter against brother. Because the reason for that is virtue does not flow in the blood. Hardly any family has perfect, it's rare. I'm saying it does happen, but it's rare yeah. because some are, no, and are, are noble and the others are jealous of the nobleness. My brother died from hating my guts. And I was a good, good, I was a good brother. A very good brother put him through school. And, and so I, I took him to Africa and he wanted to become a I forget what it was, an architect. I paid his bills. I paid his the, the upkeep for his life. He was jealous, and he was jealous. And slowly but surely, the de jealousy began to eat him up, and he died before, long before me. And so, you see, I come from a good family. I, it was two of us. My father died. My father died. And I took care of my mother. But my brother was always jealous of me because she thought he thought that mother loved him, me more than him. And she died. And she died from, well, there's lots of stories here. But when I came into the world, I had a perfect father. And so I didn't have to go through all that you have to go through. I, but I was able to go through it in the manner from the day I was born, because I had in my mind when I came into the world, what is, a, what is life about? What is the purpose of life? And I even asked my father, what is the purpose of life? He says, grow up. You will know it. And that's all he ever told me. And the same thing with you. Do not try. Do not try to fix yourself. Just look at the fixation. And obviously of yourself, you could do nothing. And... There's a little pain, and maybe a lot of pain, but yeah. don't hate the pain. It's, it's, it cries, the pain cries up to heaven within you. Heaven is within you. Understand that. Okay. Hell, hell can be in you. There's the world, and on one side somewhere, and you cannot realize it psychologically, scientifically, you can't possibly grasp it. But I have the grasp of it. I have a grown-up will, not a grown-up realm. 
I know that's not the right word. An awareness, a grown-up awareness. In other words, an awareness that comes in and, and says, see how that works. See how that works. Do it this way and in a special time. But it doesn't talk like that. I'm putting words. So I, yeah. so the more I suffer and, and not do unto others what was done to me, and not be, but the reason why I can do that is because I have, I have that, I, I maintained the gift of everlasting life from the day I was born, and you were too. I didn't get suffered. I didn't get involved. I didn't get troubled. I didn't get the trouble like you had. But you had a different world. I had a good father. I had yeah. a good mother. And so I grew, and I grew. And I, I, if you look at my programs in Facebook, I say, I've never been, I'm never, I'm not having, I don't have a, an education. I don't need an education. My life itself is an education. And, and, and all the things I do, I know do in the perfect time. But I don't know what the perfect time is, is because nothing that comes through me, nothing that comes through me is me. What's coming through me to you is the secret of life. Trust me. I appreciate Trust, that. But it isn't me. So you must understand, Roy is only the agent of change. You don't have to say thank you. Please don't say thank you. Just believe me. That's all. Believe that I'm coming from, and you will go to the same place automatically, but you won't even know it, how it's happening. I don't even know what I'm going to say next to you. See that? Yeah. All right. You feel better now? I do. I do have to take care of my mother. Yes, she's a she's a mean woman. And if yeah. you're going to take care of her, make sure you do it graciously. And yeah. and and never mind how cruel she is, never mind how sweet she is to, to, to get you to do more. Do not react to each one. Just do it because she's you're actually welcome. she's actually crazy. I understand that. So yeah. if you're going if if you're not, but if you go to her, as you as you were when you call me, yeah. you would have gone you would have gone crazy too. I'm saying, if you want to do it, you can do two things. Put her away. Or, if you choose, which is your choice, when she, when you go to see her and take care of her, make sure that whatever she says to you disappears. It dissolves itself in the light of reality that's inside you. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Like that? It's all true. Do nothing. Just wait. And understand. Yeah. Understand that when you see a thought, just watch it. Guess what? The watching of it, if you close your eyes and you see, the, see what's happening to you, you see the thoughts. The very act that you see the thought makes it go away, makes it it, it, it dissolves, and you know why it dissolves? Because God is, when you're looking at it and seeing the, the fault in your life, which is not yours, so that you've got that going for you. But the way it does it, I will share it with you. I will share it to my audience. It is a light 
that comes through your eyes into the world. So you've got two pairs of eyes as if to speak. One is the eyes that see the world, and without the inner light, you can never understand it. But you, you came into the world, and you believe that you came into the world with intuition. Like every human being on earth, black, white, green, or pink, comes into the world, and the world comes into them, and they rebel or conform, but they never do the right thing, and they never in their whole life, drinking, smoking, um, going to school, getting a degree, um, whatever it is, going to church, nothing is worth it. All of it is in you. All of what you need, the time, the place, you don't have to worry about a thing, and Jesus says to everybody in the Scripture, Why call me good? There is none good but God. I'm only the, and then I can add to it. I, I'm the extension of him. And you will be this extension of me just by believing me. That's all. And people will believe in you, or they will hate you for it. But the hate doesn't work because the energy from within you is a different kind of energy that is on earth as it is in heaven and you carry heaven around you when you come into when you understand what i'm saying and nothing can touch you and anybody who tries to hurt you will die they will die or they will say why am i being angry with roy masters or yourself um, Peggy, yeah. and it's not, see that what's coming through you is not you, but it is you, and it's only used you because he's, he let, you're letting him flow through you, and not, and, and the evidence of it flowing through you is that you can't be upset, you, you can't make yourself upset anymore, it's all gone, sooner or later it'll all be gone, oh, and then you'll be, beautiful. and then you, and then you'll be very close to the realm of paradise lost where Adam lost it. You are going to find that again. You'll see. Jesus makes the point. All the trials and tribulations, he never hate the hurter. He says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And, yeah. and so therefore you're forgiven because you know not what you do. And you believe me and all your problem is gone because I represent him but I'm not him that heals you. you understand that? Yeah, I do. Have a, have a good evening. You I too. Pray. God bless you. Call me again if you need. Okay. God bless. Good night. Good night. you enjoyed the discussion if anybody wants to call me now uh, give the number uh, 800 866 
8883, Monday through Friday, uh, West Coast time. And and I will get to as soon as possible. I would like to make this three-hour program. Yes, I'm almost 90. I'm getting stronger from the struggle that I'm going through. I'm going through a big struggle, and I won't tell you what it's all about. I don't need your sympathy. I love what I'm doing, and I'm going to be stronger as a result of whatever happens. And that's what I want you to do. I practice what I preach. Um, well, here, here's the number again, 800-866-8883. And the number of the program is 9099. Got that? You get a copy of it. I want you to go to my website, fhu.com, the Foundation of Human Understanding. That's what it stands for. I want you to go there and get a, a meditation exercise. If you have an iPhone, you can, you can put it on your iPhone for no charge. If you have a computer, you go to my website, fhu.com. And you get do the same thing. So you, all you have to do is press a button whenever you're ready to meditate. And I will meditate you through some very simple, well, I call it magic. I can show you. I can show you without, without language, without biblical language. I've got it from the biblical language. I, I was extracting this and that. To, but it all came down to great human... I can't find the words for it. Huge, simple, 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 simple. I can't find the word either. So, so simple. There it is. Simple. It's so simple. It's hard. It means there's nothing you have to do to get something. And I see. But all the stuff that's inside you has come the same way I discussed with the young lady that just called. They call me 800-866-8083 and 800-8863. I'll just take some more calls. Meanwhile, we hope in the future that we'll have the whole day. There's a war going on. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But there's a war going on to try to take over the, over the foundation. And they're very clever at it. That's all I'm saying. And so, here I am. And I have not been well lately. I mean, I've been going for trials and tribulations many, many years. And I shouldn't be as strong as I am. I shouldn't be. It's only because I love, I love intuition. I love the intuition because nobody's teaching me. And if what is valuable out there, see, I'm not so crazy as to say, I want to understand it myself, I want to understand, but I can see somebody understand it before me. Yeah, I can see that. And I can pick that up too. Oh, I never thought that, thanks. Thank you for that. And I'm asking you to do the same thing. Thank you, Roy Masters. Because I always, always knew it. 
But I never heard anybody say, say it because I doubt it. And the first thing that happens to you is you doubt it. And when you compensate for doubt, the tendency is either to live by it and die or try to fix yourself and become glorious and much more money, etc., etc., and everything goes well with you. But you're running away further from what the purpose of for the purpose that was in you when you came into the world. That's it. Eight hundred eight six six eighty eight eighty three. May I suggest I just put up on the website not website. The website is where you get the meditation. It's called uh, let me see if I can remember. The seven minute meditation. And it doesn't have an interesting thing in it. It has no religious verses and chapters in it. It's altogether seven minutes. We call it seven-minute meditation. I found the secret. I don't want to tell you what the secret is, but if you do it and then call me, I have a living person to say, when, when you find out that it really works, that you find re- the redemption, you find it because it, it what, what you did was done through you and not from you. And as I talk to you, the light that I'm giving you is not from me. It is through me. The same thing as Jesus said. Why call me good? Why call Roy Masters good? Because... Right, there's a reason for that, but let me finish the point. Why can I express this and help you to overcome any problem? Because I have the authority of it, and you don't. You try to become an authority. Lots of people try to become an authority in their insecurity, and they want to get a a position of a professor or school teacher whatever it is. But none of them understand how to deal with the kids. Very few. And so millions and millions of young people have grown up. Young people, listen to me. If you go to post office, no. Post office boxes, let me say it, well, I can. Post office box, 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. If you want to donate to the foundation, please do. That's the address. If you want to get something that, that will help you, it will help about half of you because half of you are not ready for it. But the half, the lady that called, like the lady that called, she will get better like that. She'll wake up one morning and all's gone. And she may have an exorcism, which I had once. I can remember that. I was married. And we was wandering around, and we came back from, from Houston from my hypnosis, hypnosis business I did for several years. And I realized every person on earth is mesmerized wherever you go. That's where you, people, you find the people with all the various behaviors. So if you're born in Borneo, you'd eat people. 
That's how easy it is. You're born in, you're born in Germany at Second World War. Then you become a killer, and they're rewarded for being a killer of good. And now, now you can see um, those who kill children and women, ISIS, and they and they're born they're brought up to be that way. That's why there's so many of them. They bring them up in schools, degrading, 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 till there's nothing left, nothing left for them to live for. That's the reason why people who have PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, will have the same mindset. Mindset. When you come back from the horror you've seen, the hate of the horror that you've seen, my dear friends, my, my, my veteran friends, if you understand that what, what an enemy has done, because a cannibal is a cannibal, and an ISIS is an ISIS, you can't expect any more from them, they're done. And they, they, all they do is eat people. In one way or another, the cannibals eat people, ISIS eat the souls of children. They feed on it. They live on it. They suck on it. And get stronger on it because nobody's stopping them. And so on and so forth. You Listen, my dear friends, I love you, but I can't say I do. If you belong to me, that we have a business called the Foundation of Human Understanding, and it, it fits, and we are a church, and we've been in a 501c3 equivalent to Catholics, same, same status. But I say, if you belong to the Foundation, the Foundation will own you. If you belong to the Pope, he will control you. He will control your life. You will love him because once you get excited, upset, and loved by the Pope or Obama, for that matter, the minute you get, you, you get a sense of worthless worth, you have become one again and dependent on the reassurance that God loves you when he doesn't. You see what I'm saying now? Can I help you again? I'm sorry for the mistakes that made. We couldn't do the program because the, the other part of us pulled the plug. And now we pulled the plug on them. That's all I can tell you. God, God bless you. I'm Roy Masters. Talk to you tomorrow.